0: Welcome to the Linux Gaming News Punch episode 6. We have been here for over a month now, so it's time to take another quick look at some bite-sized Linux gaming news from the past week or so. We're going to start this week to talk about Relic Hunters Legend, a kickstarted online cooperative RPG shooter. This was kickstarted all the way back in November of 2017, where they had around $55,000. Now, the really interesting thing about this one is that while they were crowdfunded and later this year is going to be going into Steam Early Access, eventually it's actually going to be completely free to play. As a big fan of shooters, and sort of rpg type games where you collect all sorts of different loot and team up with your friends i'm pretty excited about this one it has a very nice style to it and i like the fact that they're going to keep on expanding it after release even when it's free now i know what you're thinking oh god free to play here we come Microtransactions and all that rubbish but don't worry about it because they're already funded and they've already had a previous game out that did a sort of similar thing and they said pretty clearly that you will be able to earn everything in the game and it's going to be mixing in 3d and 2d visuals for something that looks pretty damn unique what's really interesting about this one and why i'm quite excited about it is because of the deep rpg systems that they're saying it's going to offer so it's going to be a full-blown rpg where you can customize your hunter to fit your playstyle. so this one's going to enter early access sometime in the second quarter of this year so we'll have to keep an eye on it because it does look really good moving on we also have dirt 4 that will was officially released on Linux. The port was done by Feral Interactive, so we have another high-quality racing game officially available to us. As expected, because it's Feral Interactive, they've ported a lot of games to Linux now. The performance is really good. It works with various different steering wheels and pedals and things like that. I did test this one on my own Logitech G29 and it was absolutely flawless. Plug and play, put everything in, stick the wheel on the desk, and you're basically ready to go. It's pretty amazing that we've got to that stage, really. And it would be really nice for Feral to keep their ports continuing in the era of Steam Play, because while Steam Play is all well and good, and it has given us access to a lot more games, the thing with actual officially supported ports is you know it's going to work. And when there are problems, they have a dedicated team behind it to actually fix and improve it, which is obviously vitally important for our platform. While Dirt 4 has had a pretty mixed reception overall, personally. Personally, I actually thought it was really really good. I've been playing absolutely loads of it because unlike Dirt Rally, Dirt 4 is actually quite a bit more forgiving I think because it's a little bit more arcade style and I do really like the way when you first start Dirt 4 that it gives you the option to switch between and test two quite different input styles on how they feel and how forgiving the car is on the track so I actually think it's worth checking out if you're a fan of racing games. For those of you who love your first person shooters, you're going to be pretty excited about this one. It's Proteus. It's another sort of retro inspired shooter, but this one's quite different because while it has a sort of pixelated style to it, it also looks kind of modern. It's really weird to explain. It looks as if somebody's basically upscaled Doom a bit, added some incredible lighting while still keeping a lot of things sort of like low resolution and pixelated. It's got such a cool mix of styles. And again, I'm loving this revival of retro styled shooters. This one is actually on Kickstarter at the moment. The campaign is running until April 24th and at the time of recording they actually have at least 50% of that done already so with 23 odd days to go it looks like this could be another game funded and it will be coming to Linux. They weren't very clear on that initially with the release of their Kickstarter. They said it was coming to PC platforms so I did reach out to them directly to get it cleared up and they basically said that platforms does mean windows mac and linux all together so that's pretty awesome this next one is for those of you who enjoy your 3d open world action adventure games it's called pine and it's coming out later this year and it is another kickstarted game that has confirmed linux support the kickstarter was quite some time ago now so i did reach out to confirm that linux support was still happening and they said that it is definitely the plan so far it's been working, so unless there's major issues that suddenly pop up and they can't fix them in time, being a small team, the game should be supported on Linux at launch. And there's a lot of reasons why I'm excited about this one. It sort of reminds me of the newest Zelda game, especially in terms of the style of the game. It reminds me of it quite a lot, but it's not just that. It's going to be quite a different game by the looks of it. While a lot of games have attempted this, they're saying it will have a smart, simulated ecology of species who Fight each other over food and territory and your choices and choices you don't make will affect everything that happens in this world. That does sound pretty cool and the story of it has me quite intrigued as well because instead of us being at the top of the food chain it's a story about a human tribe at the bottom of the food chain struggling for survival. So that's Pine, it's coming out later this year. Next up, guess what i got for you? Another game that was funded on Kickstarter. You're going to get bored of me talking about Kickstarters one day, but it's not today, because One Step from Eden, a deck-building action game, now actually has a Linux demo out, mixing in some pretty intense real-time action with elements taken from deck-building games like Slay the Spire. So with the real-time action, you have your sort of card-based abilities that you will be throwing at your enemies and then when you've defeated them, you get a choice of different cards to pick to have different attacks next time. It's really, really cool. And for those that remember it, this one was actually inspired by Mega Man Battle Network. After playing the demo of it myself, I'm going to be honest, I'm completely sold on One Step From Eden because It might not look like much, it's another sort of pixel art game, but the action is actually brilliant. It's going to be coming out sometime in Q4 this year. I will be surprised if this one doesn't suddenly become extremely popular, just like Slay the Spire did. And since their demo is working nicely on Linux, there shouldn't really be many issues for any delays or anything at release. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Moving on, El Presidente is back because Tropico 6 has been officially released with same-day Linux support from Linux. Olympic Entertainment and Calypso Media. Now, you might be thinking, who the heck Olympic Entertainment? Well, they're the latest in a series of different developers taking the reins of Tropico. It's been through PopTop Software, Frog City Software, and then Hamamonk Games. And here we are yet again with a different developer, and it's on a different game engine this time. It's Unreal Engine this time around, and it's actually a pretty decent game. The way that you can now build across different islands opens up a way more more than the previous games. Although, to be honest with you, Tropico 6 does need some performance improvements in the Linux version, especially when you zoom out, it's really quite bad. But if you like your city builders with a bit of a comedy edge to them, do check it out, it's pretty good. Moving on to two bits of software news here, Valve did recently put out an updated version of Steam Play, which is now based on Wine 4.2. They've also updated DXVK, the Vulkan translation layer, to the latest version, F-Audio to a later version it's got improved mouse behavior in various games networking improvements and so on it's basically a pretty decent upgrade for steam play and more games should now be compatible linking in with that code weaver's actually put out a blog post to talk about how steam play proton development has actually helped upstream wine for those who don't know valve have contracted code weavers to basically work on wine development for steam play and a bunch of patches from proton development development has made its way upstream to wine to improve wine for everyone so it's win-win. Finally we're going to end this week on a bit of a teaser as Valve have sent the internet into a spiral over the Valve Index Virtual Reality headset and all they've done is stick up a picture. We know basically nothing else about it so you'll have to forgive me for not being able to talk about it because we know nothing. All we know is Valve are doing a VR headset and it's really exciting. Anyway, that concludes episode 6. Thank you for joining me once again. For all the latest and greatest Linux gaming news, do visit us at GamingOnLinux.com and we will be here to serve your needs in bite-sized form again next week. See you for now.